Welcome to Unraveling Pink, a podcast tackling gender-based assumptions or pink bandana moments at work. I'm Annie Rogaski. As you must know by now, I'm posting 30 male ally moment episodes in the 30 days of November. If you're just joining today, I encourage you to listen to the earlier episodes as well, as our guests have fantastic stories. And of course, subscribe so you get all of the upcoming episodes as well. Today, our male ally moment is with Dana Middleton. Welcome, Dana. Thank you so much for having me, Annie. Thanks for being on. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I recently actually just uh, moved roles. I've been in my new role for about four weeks. I'm the CEO of Ansira Engagement Marketing. We are a nearly 100-year-old marketing firm with a variety of services that we provide. Started out actually as a tear sheet business, but primarily we focus on the local to national level. So managing marketing for a number of amazing brands across the country. Well, that's exciting. Congratulations on that change. Thanks so much. Well, can you tell us a little bit about your male ally moment? I can. It is directly tied to my new role. As we all know, when we're in job searches and I really wasn't actually looking for a new role. I had been uh, doing leadership consulting for the past year and a half, working with a number of executives on helping them be more effective leaders. And I had a lot of thought process in that, um, in that journey, just thinking about my own leadership style and approach. And it had just tickled the urge to make me think about how I would like to get back into a leadership role it's amazing when that happens, you know, an opportunity just landed in your lap and actually a recruiter called me. And in the months leading up to um, this whole journey and search, I had reached out to several of the people that I trust in my network, brainstorming about opportunities and talking with individuals about what I'd like to do next. And this individual that I'm going to highlight um, actually was one of those people that I reached out to and said, here's what I'm thinking. And he was a great sounding board and just really supportive. And, you know, that really nothing came of that call. But what I later learned in the process is that the same recruiter that put this opportunity in my lap had reached out to him inquiring about a former employee of his for this role. And he said, you know, that person is great, but there's really only one person that you should call for this opportunity. And he gave them my name. And, you know, that level of sponsorship, I feel is so critical for all of us to succeed. And so having that networking call ahead of time, expressing my intentions, and really what I wanted to do and getting his input, and then having him circle right back around and really advocate for me in that moment, uh, I think was just incredible. What a fantastic story. It has so many interesting components to it, because I think one of the things that we often don't do is put out there what we're looking for. And you did that and, and gave him the tools that he needed to advocate for you when you weren't on the phone. So that's, yeah. that's fantastic. I love that story. Uh, when the, when you said you were reaching out looking for examples, I just thought it was the best one because we all, when I, when I wrote my leadership book, I talk about the difference between uh, mentoring and sponsoring. And I think as women, often we choose the mentor route because it is the least invasive way. Really, there's no skin off of anyone's back to mentor someone. There's only time invested. But Mm -hmm. sponsorship is a really powerful tool. 
And it does require more from someone else. And I think sometimes we're afraid to ask for it. And so this is a great example of where someone really took, had courage and, um, unequivocally what I've heard back from the recruiter, you know, sponsored me in this role. And so I think you're right. I think there's a, there's some lessons here. Well, so would you have a challenge for our listeners that comes out of your story? Yes, I have two challenges. One of those is taking the time to think about who your network is. And as you mentioned, you know, stating your intentions, don't be afraid to use that network to state your, your intentions. I think in this case, that really benefited me in, in so many ways that had this opportunity. It's, it's why I'm in the role that I'm in. And mm-hmm. so taking the time and effort to do that and thinking about it. Um, and then making following through, I think is something that just, um, often I know I'm guilty of deprioritizing myself and not doing that. So I think that would be one challenge. And, you know, there is a quid pro quo. Uh, someone may call you out of the blue and ask for a favor. And I think especially, um, we, we, with women, we often don't ask for something in return. So don't be afraid to ask for something in return if someone's asking you for a favor as well. So the first thing I did to Russ after this is say, Hey, thank you so much. And what can I now do for you? So again, to Mm. return the favor and keep that momentum, you know, rolling forward. That's great. Those are great challenges. So thank you so much for being a part of this project and for sharing your male ally moment. And I hope our listeners will take you up on those challenges. Thanks so much again for having me, Annie. If you have a male ally moment you'd like to share in November, it's not too late. Let me know by messaging me on Twitter or on unravelingpink.com contact. Together, we can unravel the pink bandana. 